It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. All I know is what the press has reported. Uh, but I do think it's significant. Um, both of them appeared uh, before our committee. Um, some of it was useful, but I, I will say that uh, there was a vagueness, uh, especially with Mr. Kushner, but also uh, Ivanka, uh, where it, it was just hard to believe they couldn't remember some of the things they claimed not to remember. I, um, I believe that a grand jury appearance might uh, shake their recollections in some cases. <laughs> Representative Zoloffrin. Yeah, a grand jury has a way of, you know, ah, Make you a little chatty. goose in your memory. You know, uh, watch the dog in there. Adam uh, on Twitter is a liberal helper. He mm-hmm. said, I would love for Jack Smith to ask Jared Kushner where Khashoggi's body is just to get the interview warmed up. Oh. Just to get well, a little, just a little wake up call. A little, hey, hi. Um, this is a very, very good day to have Renato Mariotti on. Yes. Jared and Ivanka. By the way, this is not like a request for an interview. This is like mm-hmm. grand jury. This is You're coming you know, in and sitting down this and is, you're telling some truths. Yeah, this is serious. And then there's, oh, I don't recall. Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, unusual. Shoot, uh, Zoe Loughran and Ron about uh, Ivana's, is it Ivana? Ivanka. 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 Whatever. Which one's Ivana's dead? Ivana's dead. Okay. Ivana Ava- has with a the, document. Which one's buried with the classified document? Oh, the other one. Okay. You know, she couldn't remember whether she had actually been sent in uh, to convince the president to do various things, which numerous other witnesses had testified about. Mm. There was a a vagueness as to uh, his behavior and mood over at the rally. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, remember, Cassie, uh, Hutchinson's testimony that her lawyers said if you couldn't remember everything mm. that you could say uh, you didn't recall that's obviously not the case that's yeah. perjury I'm not saying that she uh, engaged in that but it reminded me of it mm-hmm. you know, yeah vague that's a word she's used twice now hmm. hey we're, our friend Julie Brown did a song about Madonna called Vague remember it was a Vogue parody yep. let's see if we can find that Julie send it. are you listening Call me. send it to us I think we can find it so vague. Ivana is so vague. Yeah. Isn't there, she? There is Google and Apple Music. I'm sorry. Which one is dead and buried with the documents? Ivanka is with us. Okay. Ivanka is the one that her dad wants to have Excuse sex me. with her. Excuse me. I got that incorrect. Ivanka is very vague. Okay. One more. Representative Zoloffrin. Well, I think she was so close to him. Obviously, uh, she yeah. was an unpaid employee, but also very close to her father all of the other witnesses really described her as the one person who could get to uh, the ex-president so i think that she has insight into his mood into his intent uh, that is very important and i think will be likely more fully uh, explored uh, in a grand jury setting and i think memories will become clearer likely in a grand jury setting more fully explored in a you know Proctological sense. Get up there and find out some stuff. And we can accessorize with some fancy silver handcuff bracelets for you. (laughs) I mean, give me a break. Really? 
Oh, really? On the day that your father tried to overthrow the United States government? Yeah, I'm fuzzy on that. Really? Is it was all when, a blur. It's only when other witnesses. Oh, did they say that? Oh, now I'm starting to. Yeah. So much happening. Now, oh, right. It was a busy track. day. Busy day. I'm very vague on that. Whatevs. Okay, I am wearing my uh, I Am American t-shirt uh, in honor of those of us that believe in the United States of America still and don't want to secede. Did or Marge- Sec D. Sec D. <laughs> Margie had further thoughts on that. She doesn't want civil war, but just that's it's just inevitable. Hey, that's where it's going to go. Because of idiots like her. <laughs> Shut their big treasonous yaps. Even uh, Brit Hume said uh, Laura Ingram, Laura Ingram went after her last night said that oh. she was an idiot oh something has has happened at Fox let me just tell what you happened? what I was Why? just about to thank you for that segue what, what's going men, on men in black are you going to do that thing where all oh, my memory goes away oh that's I we know what it is that. oh age age <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's what every it is day. yeah we don't need that <laughs> why are you both wearing black you're freaking me out because it's it's cold it's a black I, site I, I, A I always wear black because yes. I pit you're, things out yeah because you're sweating. right and B it is cold out so I'm wearing long sleeve yeah. black it is supposed to snow today it's the Hollywood sign what the actual? LA County is under a blizzard warning is that happening? is not right that is not right we are I, a weak people we cannot handle that kind of weather <laughs> We are two. We are CS bitches. Even, are you kidding me? All of us in California. And you grew up in Buffalo. No, your blood thins out. You just automatically. Yeah, living in California makes you weak. Oh, it is the state of ass bitches. I'm sorry. If it's not sunny in 70, <laughs> we are lost. All right, wait. I am back to something has has happened at Fox. Thank what you for happened? the segue, Chris. Because, well, I don't know if it's the Dominion lawsuit, but oh my God. Uh, Eric tweets, Fox finally admits the truth to its viewers. The Trump administration succumbed uh, to uh, NS Corp railroad lobbyists to undo the Obama-era rules that would have required improved train breaks for hazardous materials. Wow. Yeah, and also Britt Hume said, yeah, Trump and his cabinet never went to train derailments either, you know, even the ones that were fatal, which obviously East Palestine wasn't. So all the crap that the, the, you know, they're taking for not going, oh, he went to Ukraine instead, blah, 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 right? They, they, no, they called uh, Mike Pence on it at 12. They called, Mike oh. P- they called Mike Pence on the train derailment to his face. And he's like, oh, well, no, no, that didn't happen. 12? That's yeah, 12. Two, that's oh, I'm sorry, uh, 11. Thank you. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, here we go. Okay, hold on. All right. Chuckly sad Santa. Oh, no. The unhung Mike Pence. No? Not coming up. No, it's not coming up. Okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay. So, honestly, I don't know whether it's probably, I don't know. Why, am I ascribing any good motives to Fox? I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. It's cause, probably because they're off the Trump train, right? Because they're on the DeSantis train. Cause but they, are they? Because Murdoch has said, oh, Trump is toast and whatever. Well, because, obviously, Brit Hume, both, like, defending him on, you know, that Trump didn't go to train derailments, and then them finally admitting on Fox News, they finally did journalism on Fox News, where they actually, you know, said it was Trump that repealed these these uh, safety regulations. That mm-hmm. I okay, yeah, here it is. Well, first off, uh, I, I would have gone to East Palestine before I went to Kiev. Oh, I mean, it, it really is you, remarkable when you, you think Santee? about the fact that it's going to be three weeks since that train derailment and all the hardship oh, that my. those families in East Palestine have faced before even the Secretary of Transportation shows up. 
uh, later this week. It, it just is extraordinary. Well, they're blaming the Trump administration. They say it's the regulations yeah, right. that you peeled back right, right. that led to this lack of safety. Yeah, the same crowd that said that, that uh, Chinese balloons floated over our administration <laughs> right until they admitted that they didn't. So, look, what? <laughs> this what? is uh, one more example of absent without leadership in the Biden oh administration. Wow. He got fact-checked on, on Fox. Fox. To his face. It's like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, yes. I told they, they said balloons flew over. What is he talking about until he said they didn't? That's not, nobody said no. they didn't. Every, even, uh, what do you call it? Defense Department is admitting yes. Yeah. Three times during the Trump administration. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And he just went right over the <laughs> thing about right you're through. the one that rolled back the safety regulations. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even Trump yeah. denied it yesterday. Uh, um, Trump yeah. denied it. Yes. Uh, Pete Buttigieg expected to visit uh, today. Um, yeah, whereas Brett Baer notes, Trump officials didn't visit. <laughs> I, I thought, did I read this right? Brett Baer on Fox News said, uh, hold please. Britt Hume added that Biden's trip to Ukraine is more than justified because it involves the security of the U.S. He said that substantively it doesn't make much difference whether Biden visits the derailment site. He pointed out that uh, neither Trump nor his transportation secretary visited train derailments, even uh, fatal ones, which Mm. Palestine was not. That was on Fox News, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Oh, do we have to listen to Trump this early? Um, I, I can't play it because it has parentheses in it. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh. know that that was a yes. fatal error. Um, yes. It is a fatal error. <laughs> okay. Well, um, did he pelt, did he throw the bottles of water at them? Or did he, so he gave them um, 13-year-old Trump water that is probably, the plastic is probably. Technically, he still has Trump water at Mar-a-Lago. They just put a Trump label on the water bottle. So uh, it's not the old Trump water. Okay, because it went out of business 13 years but ago, he, so that would be, it would have been but, expired. But, but he okay. brought lesser quality water. He also bought the McDonald's. Yes, and he said he knows the menu better than the McDonald's employees because, of course, you do, you big, traitorous blob of orange large. trans fat. Okay, which one do you want to play? Do Must I open with this? I guess so. Which one are we? You're doing um, 19? You, 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 I still need to fix 22 for you. Okay, 19. Here we go. 19. All right. This is really America right here. We're standing in America. Um, Unfortunately, as mm-hmm. you know, in too many cases, your goodness and Perseverance who were met with indifference and betrayal in some cases. Uh, Biden and FEMA said they would not send federal aid to East Palestine under any circumstance. They're not going to send aid. I thought that was a strange statement because I've been Mm. working with FEMA for a long time, Uh four years, and they were great with us. Really? Were were they? Except when you... uh refused to send aid to Puerto Rico and also remember when he told us to go ourselves out here in California yep, yep. after the wildfires because oh, remember how he routinely would not yes he told us to rake our forests uh-huh. oh don't we have a Rocky Mountain mic for that oh good times good times good times playing the hits um yeah didn't he tell a bunch of blue states to go themselves for uh aid I mean that's he literally picked by state whether they it voted whether they voted for him right yep. yeah okay so could you please explain, Travis? Could you please review for the people? He, Joe Biden, uh, Mike DeWine didn't call him back. Correct. He offered aid. So it's just. Mike DeWine told him not to come. Right. Right. So once again, Trump is what's, what I'm looking for. He is You're a, lying sack a lie. Sack of orange trans fat. You have to request me. You have to, decla- you have to request FEMA to declare a state of an emergency. Right. And he did not do that. Okay. That is his So it fault. is not Joe Biden that didn't send help. 
That would be you you're thinking of. And then you pelted the people of Puerto Rico with uh, paper towels. We remember that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, All right. At least he didn't throw the balls of water at people. Yes. Then he went on to say. When I announced that I was coming, they changed their tune. It was an amazing phenomena. The mayor and I were discussing that. It was quite amazing what happened. And they said uh, that we can't let this happen. That was a big change of pace. Yes. JD, did right. you ever see a change like that run? That was a quick, rapid change. <laughs> but we can't let this happen, they oh said. Oh, my God. We'll be there. Okay. And we yeah. opened up the dam, and uh-huh. we got them to move. Oh, and my they God. they came in, and they're <laughs> now pouring you in oh with help. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't you miss him making every natural disaster about him? Oh, my God. It's not like Joe Biden offered help from FEMA immediately. Oh, my God. It's because of me. I came, got him to move. I did it. You're welcome. It would have done if I wasn't here. You're welcome. Rocky Mountain Mike, let us know which one it is, the Reiki Reiki. I searched under Reiki. I searched under Reiki, Mm. various spellings of it. Something, something, something. Okay. Search under Forest. California, go yourself. Was that the name of it? Because that would make total sense. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Jeff Tiedrich, I love on Twitter because he's also works very blue. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is filthy. He said, your reminder that Donald Trump uh, bragged about gutting rail safety regulations and every Republican voted with him and Mike DeWine turned down FEMA aid. Right. And now these culpable have the nerve to blame Joe Biden. That bolt. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. By the way. I'm sure we can find that audio. Why don't you? Why don't? Doesn't anyone in the mainstream media play that? He bragged about it. He not only rolled back the train safety regulation. He bragged about it. He's on tape. Yeah. What's What's going on? What have we found? What's happening? He, he sent me 22. Oh. We have 22 now. Oh. Well, let's do 21 first, shall okay. we? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water. Trump water. Expi- expired. Most Trump of water. it. Uh, some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. Oh, gosh. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what you want after a disaster. Uh, is there, I'm sorry, is Trump's name on it? Yes. I, I, I just okay. want to, yes. not in defense of Trump, but yes. they have Trump water at his property. Whatever. Whatever. It's water that just has the Trump label <laughs> it's, it's stuck so on it. It's so on brand they, for they him told the, to go to a disaster that he had that he and caused to a commercial <laughs> yeah. for his and own to a products. commercial for something with Trump on it. Okay, one more. The judge's <laughs> criticism of you pulling back rail regulations. You think it would have made no, a difference? No, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, no? Nothing to do with it. No, he's got to work in the airports. We've never had airports like this. We're like a third a third world nation. And this is an it's example of It's a train derailment and he's complaining about airports. breaking down. And he's really got to look at the airports because I have people that are taking planes and they end up they oh delayed their waiting at an airport for three days. Oh, my it's crazy God. what's happening. Are you he shocked they hasn't come here yet? Oh, he should have uh, been here a long time ago. Boot edge edge. You know what you call him? Boot edge edge. That's the way. <laughs> he's such an eighth grade moron. Um, I, I want to use okay, the, the you R word they... for him, but I can't. I know. I know. Because you thought uh, they had airports during the Revolutionary War. Just shut up. Oh, God, shut up. Why can't we? Why don't we will never get rid of the shut the up, Donnie's sound because he apparently will never shut, shut the up, up Donnie. Uh, we're late. We are. Yeah, we I'm are. not. I'm not done yet. I'm only getting warmed up. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just lied. They just let him get away with lies. Oh, I had nothing to do with that. What do you mean? You're on tape bragging about rolling back the regulations. You're going to make so much money now. Giddy, giddy, giddy. No, boot, no. edge, edge, boot, edge, edge. Now, who wants a happy meal? <laughs> oh, 
Okay, I gotta... All right, I'm gonna break. Holy cow! You just blew my mind! It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocky Mountain Mike. Okay, he sent it. Yes, we were recalling uh, <laughs> Trump listening. telling us to go ourselves out here in California after the wildfires mm-hmm. because uh, he is the one that refused FEMA aid to both the Puerto Rico, any poor that voted blue, right? Correct. Yeah, so he is, uh, Biden offered uh, FEMA help immediately to Ohio and he is full of as usual. Just... Memory lane. Ketel, it's the best of Forrest Trump. I want to rake it with you. Told with us to rake our forest. forest favorites, yeah. including rake it with you. I really think that we could rake it, girl. Forrest Trump gold also includes Rakey, Rakey smart. He knows in his heart he's Rakey, Rakey smart. I just don't think he understands that if you tell that fart, that flaky, Rakey fart, he might just be out of his mind. Trump favorite, rake your forest. Oh, rake, rake, rake. Rake, rake, rake. Rake your forest. Yeah. Get your copy of Forest Trump forest. and Forest Trump Gold now from KTEL, wherever rake. records are shredded. Rake, rake, rake. Rake your forest. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. Yeah, that was fun. Although I'm sure the people of Ohio uh, enjoy being pelted with 13 year old expired Trump water. Idiot. Hi, Karen in Chicago. Hi. Hi, good morning. Yes, thank you for that trip down memory lane because what I remember is um, the pandemic that he put us in because of his um, psych- uh, psychopathy and his failed leadership. Yeah, um, and also his screw the blue states attitude, right? Oh, it's only the blue states. Because, yeah. Yes, because here in Illinois, our uh, governor Pritzker ordered a bunch of PPE, which was seized by his FEMA yep. department, yes, I and then we had to buy it back. Yep, I remember. And now you have a head injury from a heartbreak. And Carl Frisch is next. <laughs> you think of Donald Trump, when he's unleashed in a crowd of people, he's pretty unbelievable. If you haven't seen the tape of him ordering at McDonald's in East Palestine, treat yourself. He wows everyone in the room. Again, you don't have to love Trump to know he's really good at this, and it's real. I mean, he feels it. That's why he's so good at it. So he's a huge threat. But in a normal country, in a democracy, you would let voters decide whether they want him to run the country again. But no! Partisan prosecutors at all levels, state and federal, are trying to prevent him from running for president again. Well, I, um, that, what, that makes no sense. Um, he's uh, a big fat who's good at ordering at uh, McDonald's, which is what qualifies him to be uh, president. Yes, that that's because... Well, pres- okay. like, you know what? No one's ordered that presidentially. <laughs> a point of order? Yes. Prosecutors aren't going after him because they don't want him to be president. Yes. Prosecutors are going after him because he broke the law. No, 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 Chris. It's because he's a big <laughs> that likes fried food, and that's why they're going after him because he's you know a real american like that okay hey 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 look speaking of real americans look who's here 
Fridge, Carl. <laughs> Carl Fridge. Let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County school board friends, shall CarlFrisch.com. Hi. Oh, good morning, Carl Frisch. Good morning. Talk about a crappy meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I will note that I did text Travis and Chris to make sure I could say that word on air. Yes. Because I care that was so much approved. about not being too blue. Thank you. That was perfect. Um, yeah, I guess Tucker didn't get the mem- memo. That was very dear leader. That was like some. Because treat I, yourself. Oh, he to got this the video. memo. He got the memo. Um, you know, uh, he saw that his text messages had been made public yeah. and he decided he was going to supersize that meal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, but we were saying, I don't know whether it's just cause they're off the Trump train or it's the dominion lawsuit, but oh my God, you know, they're actually reported that it was the Trump administration that rolled back the trail safe, uh, train safety regulations, uh, Britt Hume, as I you know said earlier, was talking about how you know Trump didn't go to any train derailments, even the fatal ones, mm-hmm. in his administration. Mm-hmm. So I, I journalism has broke out, Carl, on Fox. Your what? thoughts? Well, I think it has more to do with them trying to play in the Ohio primary against DeSantis with Trump than it does uh, anything else. Um, and, and also, this is not seeping through every level of the network. So until we see. Um, his sycophants in prime time um, turning on him, um, you know, making him the Karen at the counter of a McDonald's. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything changing. Um, Chris, yes. who said uh, this isn't just asking them to come in for an interview. This is asking for them to come in and be in the grand jury. And that is, to me, the fact that it shows that Jack Smith is really being tenacious regarding uh, Ivanka and Jared subpoena. Quick draw, McGraw. No, Andrew Weissman. Oh, former prosecutor. He's good. Um, Carl, BFD, I think so. Jared and uh, Ivanka. I don't know. I, I'm sure that their publicist will place a story any day now about how they have nothing to do with any of this. Even if you saw them there testifying, it wasn't really them. Um, they've got total distance from their fa- from their father. Um, but uh, in reality, it, it is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when was the last time uh, we saw children who had a role in the administration? Um, first of all, rarely, right? right. Um, and getting called before a grand jury. So, TikTok. Yeah. When are the shoes going to drop? When are the indictments coming? Yeah. I, I think that's what we're all waiting on. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, what are your thoughts on Emily, the chatty Georgia jury oh, for a woman? <laughs> I, here's one thing. I kind of love her. I, I think she sat behind me in a homeroom in, in 10th grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You won't believe what's going to happen. Um, one thing, uh, Ethan on Twitter made me feel a little better. I'm going to ask Renato Mariotti about this a, a little bit, a uh, former prosecutor. Uh, Ethan said impropriety after the grand jury convened is different than impropriety during a grand jury proceeding. There is nothing she can say that will get an indictment thrown out after the grand jury had, has already convened. Um, you know, right. most legal experts are saying, you know, she hasn't done any real damage. But I know all of us are like our sphincter snapshot. We're like, no, stop talking. <laughs> right. Yeah, and if you are going to talk, you better share some good stuff. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you make like, it I want the actual tea, not just like a sip. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I worry um, anytime 
we see something out of the ordinary like this, but I think it out of the ordinary is to be expected at this point and they've wrapped up their work. So hopefully that won't have any impact. Um, the information she has shared is very interesting though. Um, you know, I'm dying to find out who the dozen or so people who are who the recommended indictments were for some of which apparently we've not, uh, considered before. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, also, we haven't considered the witch factor. Charlie Kirk warns us that uh, she may in fact. Did you be see a, this yesterday? <laughs> she may in fact be a witch. This is so. Would, I guess it's. I'm so weird. The, this is like the jury. weirdest thing yeah. I've ever heard. Carl, take, please, Carl, have a help. Yeah. Won't you? I apologize. She just might be going rogue. It also makes you wonder if the process of selecting jurors skew are skewed or corrupted in some way. I mean, don't they do background checks? I mean, should someone who is engaged in witchcraft probably not be the person you what? put on CNN? Not an exaggeration. Not hyperbole. You go look at her Pinterest. She's into alchemy. She's oh. into herbs. She's into casting spells. All sorts of really goofy and bizarre stuff. Oh, she's into herbs on Pinterest. You're a chef, aren't you into some herbs? I that? use lots of herbs. Okay. Yeah. And you cooks oregano. <laughs> Throw okay. me some basil. Wait, there's more, Carl. We're not done. Charlie, Carl. this is the kind of person proudly serving as the forewoman mm -hmm. of many of our juries today. I just want to reiterate this: juries are, you know, allegedly random selections of people. There is some judge bias where they could decide to dismiss people and mm -hmm. retain people. But you have a lot of people that believe this. You get a random sampling of America, you're going to get a random sampling of witches. Oh. It's not a comfortable truth for a lot of people. Wait. Are we, is so? she going to have to do one of those I Am Not a Witch ads that, what's her name, Christine O'Donnell had to do? It makes it sound like Tituba was the, uh, the lead the four person here. Yeah. From the um, I, you know, this is just nuts. I did um, not see this curveball coming. Okay, Wait, if, this is one long. Last I apologize. This is a little bit long, but right, it's worth it. All right. Hang on. Here we go. But we, Some people are emailing us, Charlie, don't make fun of witches. They have yeah, a lot of power. That's sure. not true. They do don't not have a lot off. of power, yeah. but they do have some, if they're really into it, I do believe there's some very dark spiritual implication dynamics here. And look, I've encountered witches before. When I was once speaking, this is not a joke, when I was once speaking at Legacy Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the land of enchantment, which is, in my opinion, the most outwardly pagan state <laughs> remaining what? in America. A lot of great Christians, what? but there's a lot of weird witchcraft that happens really? in New Mexico. Uh, I spoke at Steve Smotherman's church, and I was talking about how I believe marriage was between one man and one woman. This was back in... July of 2021. I'm not making a word of this up. And three witches came up and they started saying stuff at me. Oh. And maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe it wasn't. But I got super sick right oh. after that. Again, maybe it's just a coincidence. Who knows? Maybe you think it's all a bunch of horse pucky and all that. But mm -hmm. that was uh, that was pretty chilling. Carl, we is them. it any wonder in a state there is that much turquoise? <laughs> there is not something hinky going on. Roswell. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I, I am seeing reports now that the four person has passed the test by holding her breath underwater. So we are good. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Uh, I talked to a woman named Samantha there. It's, I went home as a toad. Okay. I don't, this is Carl. When did oh, Samantha. You're just asking me to do Paul Lynn. I'm sorry. Yay. It's a Paul Lynn impression. Oh, Sam. Oh, Sam. Get that four person to shut up, Samantha. <laughs> That's really good, Carl. That's the best Paul Lynn Thank has you. ever been done on this show. That's fantastic.
at least in the last five minutes. Yeah. Well. I, I don't. Was I not paying attention when half the country and th- the right wing went completely bat insane? Like, I that's like normal rhetoric, right? Yeah. For, yeah. Carl, your thoughts. This is, this is what goes for. Um, look, when you're grasping at straws, they also haven't been told yet what to think yet about uh the jury right um or what's going on in, in georgia yeah uh except to attack the process mm-hmm. so um you know they're grasping at straws to explain away news of the day and yeah. they will say whatever it takes to give their minions uh their marching orders and what they're going to post on youtube and in their death threats to liberals that they see on fox news let's just clear let's just be clear as a member of the school board you then are pro warlock is what you're saying carl frisch don't answer that. Don't, don't answer that. Yeah, don't say it on the air. Don't say it on the air. <laughs> Listen. Stop, we, I'm stop a, putting I'm, him I'm in. I'm going to New Mexico positions. in the future, and I really don't want to be hexed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of fine Americans that are uniting to keep Carl Frisch on the school board, there's a virtual coffee celebrating. By the way, happy birthday yesterday. Yes. Right? Celebr- and you, you have I some big names. It's right in my headline. It's going to be starring Jody Hamilton, Chris Lavoy, and Travis Bowen. What? What? Uh, coffee that's with right. Carl. Uh, Carl's 45th birthday. Aww. Is that? I don't know that's if it's right. in Warlock years or just normal. Um, <laughs> special guests will take your questions about the campaign news of the day. Uh, it's a pivotal election year for uh, school board members like mm-hmm. Carl. Uh, will we allow right-wing attacks on public education to succeed, or will we continue fighting to give every student an opportunity to succeed? Uh, funds raised through this event will support... Carl Frisch! Yay! Yay. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Anybody be who fun. wants to join us can. They just have to go to coffeewithcarl.com. Uh, coffeewithcarl.com. If you can't make it, you can also support us at mooksforcarl.com. Uh-huh. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I love these conversations. Yeah. Well, we listen, we always applaud you because, we, you know, we say you got to run for something. you got to start. Yep. You gotta, we can't ignore the... Uh, you know, local, state, um, et cetera. And you did it. You did it. So let's help Carl continue well, to do it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Love you, Carl Very Frisch. Appreciate it. All right. All right. See you on Saturday. There he goes. Yeah. Don Jr.'s on Coke. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Fifty-one minutes after the hour, uh, here they are. Look, it's the Bonnie and Clyde's uh, little outdoor rain things. I never had children, so I don't know how you put on toddler clothes exactly. But it—they're it not toddlers. Takes quite some time. But look, what? look, what? little rain jackets, fantastic. Huh. Okay, hmm. I thought I would. Why are they red? They're, I don't that's know. very, very. The rescue bright. gave them to me. Wasn't oh, that nice? okay. Yes. Okay. Anita in San Antonio. Hello, Anita. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey, Stephanie, have you seen that video where uh, Zelensky with uh, with Biden during Ukraine and Zelensky has his cabinet like lined up? Yes. And they're all like greeting him. Yes. And, and Zelensky's tearing back, up. Yeah. He's tearing up. And I thought, yeah. you know, that just makes me proud to be an American. I don't understand people who think and you know, who don't realize that we're on the side of the good guys. Right. Yeah. We haven't been on the side of the good guys since, yeah. like, World War II, right? And he teared up, uh, to be fair, he teared up around Donald Trump, too, but I think that was because of, you know, McDonald's farts, probably. Different. I'm going to guess. No. Yeah. But, I mean, especially after the embarrassment of Donald Trump. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. to have an American president go there and be so loved and respected. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's no, not it may an be embarrassment. Exactly. No, exactly. Uh, God bless the United States. Michael Wright? Oh, God uh, would, bless the United States. Would anyone like to know uh, his favorite McDonald's meal, according to, I don't know. Oh, that's a lot. I think it was according to Jared. Yeah. His favorite, it's a Big Mac, a filet of fish, uh, French fries, and a vanilla shake. How many How many calories? How many calories? That's 11 billion. Thank you, Chris LeBoy. I knew that's you would know. Because he's a big well, treasonous fat. How do you know that off the top of your head? Bag of trans fats. I don't know. Just stuck in there. Because of yesterday. Because of I, I read that yesterday and it's yes. stuck in my head too. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's the weird facts. Well, I, it's like stuff that nobody ever gets. Right. <laughs> you know. Okay, Tristan don't, Snell. Don't knock the filet of fish. Tristan yeah. Snell says, so Donald Trump shreds the rail safety rules that would have prevented the East Palestine disaster. <laughs> then he goes to East Palestine and brings them Trump water that might actually be at least 13 years old. The business went under yeah. in 2010. Got it. Okay. Um, also, oh, Tristan points us to, um, I forget now, I forget which state. I saw this yesterday. A Republican legislature, legislator just said the death of a child abuse victim is actually a cost savings. This is the Trump Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I have I mentioned they're awful. Oh, yeah. here's here's they are awful, but happy clappy news. Mm-hmm. Uh, MP Arizona tweets. Remember Pamela Taylor? She's that racist Republican infamous for calling First Lady Michelle Obama an ape in heels. She just pled guilty to defrauding FEMA and is facing up to thirty years in prison. All right, okay then. Let's celebrating it. I'm just saying. Okay, uh, Ted Lou, our friend, our pal, mm-hmm. talking about Fox News. I don't know if these Fox News entertainment hosts are capable of shame, but if they are, I hope they feel ashamed. They showed utter contempt for their viewers. They lied straight to their faces of the good people watching Fox News. And they did this in the name of profit. They figured out that if they could make stuff up and enrage their viewers, then somehow more people would buy mediocre pillows from this crazy my pillow guy. And it's beyond just self-parody. It also caused real harm. It caused the insurrection, and it still causes political violence. Um. So, didn't my pillow claim somebody said that Fox sent him a gift, you know, to make mm-hmm. up to him? And he said he never got it. Yeah, he said he never got. But you know what? I'm going to guess they sent him is a good pillow, like a really like a nice, a pillow. nice pillow. Yeah, not, yeah. My pillow. not that piece of crap that he sells. Yeah. I'm just saying. Fair. Okay. What do you get, the man who has every pillow, a real pillow? A good pillow. Okay, Ted Lieu. There's a very deep rot in the MAGA wing of the Republican Party where they want to believe these conspiracy theories. And I hope the reasonable Republicans stand up and say, no, you guys are crazy. Face reality. The election was not stolen. Yeah. And one last one, Ted Lieu. In fact, it's getting worse. You now have the MAGA wing of the Republican Party having more control in the House of Representatives. And I just know that Fox News will not have been able to lie to their viewers without enablers. And by that, I mean Republican elected officials. All it would have taken is some Republican elected officials to show courage and tell the truth. They could still do that now. Hmm. Um, oh, speaking of which, here comes Ted Cruz on Fox what? News with these uh, bold... They were. I don't know. I think they did not know how to spin this triumphant, courageous mm-hmm. visit, surprise visit to Kiev that Joe Biden did, and so they had to do this thing on Fox News, like, oh, you know, it was fake. The air raid sirens. He, excuse me. They're in an active war zone right. where we don't control the airspace. Right. It was. I, I don't think they even. 
Trump tried to do so much like fake bravery. I don't think they know what real bravery is like. So they had to try to denigrate mm -hmm. it. Here's Weasley Ted Cruz. He's engaged in theater. There's a reason that Zelensky, you, you see him at the Oscars. There's a reason you see him on the cover of magazines. He is deliberately engaged in theater. The fact that neither Biden nor Zelensky flinch, look around, do anything when the air raid sirens go off means both of them knew about it because there's no chance you're walking through and suddenly air rain sirens go off. You react and you react quickly. Air raid sirens are common. Yes. In, uh, you're trying to say Zelensky's right. not brave, really? Yeah. <clears throat> you're okay. a bastard, And he's Ted a Cruz. weasel that you can't even stand an ice storm without, like, taking off to Cancun. Right, runs you're... off to Ted Cruz. Cancun, ass bitch, pardon me? I say just runs off to Cancun. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now we're going to go down the conspiracy hole with Don Jr. about something, uh, something, do we, Hunter. Do we have time? Okay. Is it all, are we going to ask the question, is it all to cover up Joe's 10% for the big guy or Hunter's contracts? Are we huh? making multi-billion dollar decisions and inching ourselves closer to nuclear war so that we can cover it up because who knows what the Ukrainians hold over Joe Biden's head? Everything about this administration, everything about this trip, everything is staged because they hate you, they hate your guts, but they're going to get rich off of it. Or maybe there's another explanation. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Oh, okay. That works. That was it. Okay, Renato Mariotto, former prosecutor, coming up on The Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. In, in my life, in my world, I all of my friends are regular Americans. Everyone I talk to is sick and tired and fed up of being bullied by the left, abused by the left and disrespected by the left and our ideas our policies our ways of life have become so far apart that it's just coming to that point and the last thing i ever want to see in america is a civil war um no one wants that at least everyone i know would mm. never want that you want but it's it going that direction and we have to do something about it Okay, I'm wearing my uh, I Am American. For those of us that would like to stay in the United States of America, as Bob Seska pointed out, I believe, um, you don't get the name, you moron, by the way. If you decide to sec D, as you like to say, mm -hmm. <laughs> we get to keep the United States of America. You can be, I don't know, Magaland or whatever you want to call it. Oh, you can still be mayor, though, of, you know. Green, green, she's Marjorie Green. She is the mayor of Crazyville. All right, this is, a, I think, a partial love letter, but also uh, some historical fun facts from uh, Stewart in Florida, Venice, Florida. Okay. Hi, Stuff. Thanks for keeping us laughing during these terrifying times. I heard Jody say that Hitler was a vegetarian. I know you don't want to be spreading disinformation, so I'm writing to let you know Hitler was definitely not a vegetarian. Yeah, I've heard this. This myth persists in part due to efforts of some people to discredit those of us who care about animals. The implication is to suggest a sinister similarity between Nazis and animal advocates in order to paint vegetarians as having an anti-human agenda. Hitler had a special fondness for squab, pigeons, sausages, caviar, and ham. I like sausages. 
Does that make me Hitler? Yes. <laughs> I would be happy to send you more information from biographers, etc., documenting all of this, but I suspect you wouldn't find time to read any of it. No, I would love more I, about, actually, just in, t- in time for Carlos, I would like to know more about how he loved ham. So we could, Carlos can do an entire hour as Sam Howley talking about how Hitler loved ham. Don't you, know, you think? Who, you know who used to spread the whole Hitler was a vegetarian thing? Who? Jim Ward. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it turns out Hitler ate it, you know. Just I go now to the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger, the Hitler burger. I go now to the Hitler burger to get myself mine lunch. Okay. I know. Mine lunch. Also our favorite line ever. Yes. That, that's why we keep playing it. Yeah. That and it's short. <laughs> get it because mine comp and that's why it's... Mine lunch. Mine lunch. <laughs> mine lunch is funny. Because <laughs> it mixes okay. German and English. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Not since Hogan's Heroes. Oh, something. Nazi humor been so funny. Hogan, open the main gate. <laughs> okay. Um, Dr. Redletter could not join us uh, this morning. He had a, a thing with a guy at a place. But I just wanted to give him a shout out as a, one of our fine American heroes because he is um, quoted in this USA Today piece on the amazing work he's doing in Ukraine mm-hmm. for uh, Ukrainian. Uh, is, we've reached our one year mark of the terrorist attack mm-hmm. on Ukraine. Uh, USA Today says that the Russian invasion of Ukraine reaches its one-year mark. Researchers and advocates are growing increasingly concerned over the state of more than 5 million children displaced by the war. Many have left their home country. Many others are displaced inside Ukraine, uh, living within rocket distance of the war. Erwin Redliner, the group's founder. Yay! We know him! Um said he decided to launch this study after feeling the global perception of the war in Ukraine is focused mostly on the threat of bombs and rockets. Uh, Dr. Redliner said the other threat to Ukraine's future, the erosion of the abilities and mental states of children, even if the war ends tomorrow, it will represent a very serious challenge for Ukraine and the rest of the world. So please help out uh, Dr. Redliner. We always link to his uh, cap is the name of his uh, uh, children's action. What is it? Project. What? Yeah. Ukraine cap. Right. Children's action project. Right. There you go. Okay, so anyway, uh, uh, please help our friend who is helping the children of Ukraine. Um, oh, also, I'd save the story. I already mentioned it, but about, um, did I mention that you should perhaps get vaccinated? Because there's another new study about COVID causing heart problems mm-hmm. in the long term. And um, guess what? You'll never guess what protects against. Another new study says that uh, what protects against major cardiovascular events like heart attacks and strokes associated with COVID, guess what prevents that? In the first place. Oh, yes. How did really? you know I was going to say that? That you should maybe, um, but we lost 3,000 people last week, and you should maybe, you know, get vaccinated. Okay. And also, um, this just in low income Americans will soon receive less in food assistance or completely lose their eligibility for benefits as the federal government ends policies adopted at the beginning of COVID that kept millions from going hungry at a time of lockdowns and rising unemployment. Um, the administration goal was to end hunger, U.S. hunger by 2030. The Republican controlled, of course. House of Representatives may also pursue further cuts to food assistance to shrink the U.S. deficit. It's going to put millions of households at risk of hunger, um, said President of the Alliance to end hunger. So I just, you know, our Republican friends, as we always say, cruelty is the point. <laughs> Okay, uh, Mike, Representative Mike Quigley on, uh, oh, as Travis says, Russia, China, and of course, the balloon. Damn it, I thought we were done with that. <laughs> thought we were out of the balloon story. Okay. Uh, this isn't the first time that Putin and the Russians have evoked the nuclear threat uh, earlier, nuclear weapons possibly being used in this conflict. 
Uh, but at that time, China uh, pulled away and uh, strongly discouraged this publicly. Yeah, but then Travis's favorite subject, the balloon. And recently, uh, the U.S. and Chinese president met. Uh, Secretary Blinken was originally scheduled and finally met with his counterpart. And then the balloon takes yes. place. And then this remark. Uh, which China are we dealing with? What is their motivation? What are they trying to do? Uh, it's something we've got to sort out pretty quickly. Yep. And one last one, Mike Quigley. But I think that the opposition in Congress can be overstated, you know, because 11 fringe members of the far, far right put out a resolution uh, talking about ending this conflict or our funding for this conflict. I think it's more valuable to uh, heed the words of uh, Chairman McCall, Chairman Turner, very influential influential in the Republican caucus, very powerful in their positions, you know, talking about ongoing support for this conflict. Ah, uh, yes, it is 11 uh, lunatics. We should remember that, yep. including, oh, there she is, Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know what you're thinking. You'd like to hear more from her? Yeah, we'd like to hear about more. About divorce? Wouldn't? Sure, yeah. I actually think this is a much bigger movement no, than most people in Washington even realize and you can take a look at the tweets that I made just yesterday. The amount of likes and retweets that those tweets got should tell people a lot. And they're just not aware of it yet because they don't talk to regular people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just. Twitter is not a poll. She measures things she is, in likes Is she admitting she's just a human troll? She's a human yes. internet comment. You don't believe how many likes I got, you guys. Oh, my God. So we totally should have a civil war because I got a lot of likes on that. Oh, my God. Okay. And do you expect it'll happen? Last question. Well, I think it's something that we should work towards because, you know, it's kind of the vision that our founding fathers had for America. Civil and war? I think it's a great one. It worked what? in the beginning. We just got it completely out of control. So I hope we can get there. All right. Marjorie Taylor Greene, thanks for explaining it all. Oh, okay. Thanks. Oh, Hannity's fully supportive of the whole. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. on board. Yeah. Secession. Sounds Civil good. War. What do you. What do you mean it's what our founding fathers... Okay, I can't. Okay. She, uh, Sean Hannity is not only interested in Marjorie Taylor Greene's national divorce concept, he appeared to support it during this interview. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that nice? Yes. Uh, she said, uh, uh, Hannity said, I don't see the middle ground on many of these issues, uh, suggesting Taylor Gre uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's idea had real merit. So what's the other answer if it's not divorce? Oh, I see. There's no other answer? No other answer. Oh, yeah. I That's see. It. That's Say it. Two. Uh, she, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, appeared thankful that her host supported her idea. Isn't that lovely? Yes, she's, then she did the whole thing we played, bullied by the left. Okay, is it, most of the people on the right bullying? I don't know, gay people, trans people? I, okay. They're um, snowflakes over there. Yeah, mm -hmm. they are mm -hmm. whiner. They are such snowflakes. Mm. Uh, yes, Hannity did not provide any pushback on Taylor Greene's warning that another U.S. civil war is uh, looming. Because I guess they're just, you know, out of time. We'll have to leave it there. Okay. Wow. Wow. Just can we imagine for a second if anyone on the left had, would all our heads just explode if anyone on the left had suggested such a thing? They What did they call it yesterday? Casual treason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just engage in casual treason, yeah. right? Like, yeah, sure, fake electors, sure, vote to overturn the election, sure, whatever, yeah, civil war. I uh, mean, they just good. casually. As, as long as you get likes and retweets. Yeah, that's all I that got, I got so many likes, you guys. So fantastic. Sue in Rockville. Hello, Sue. <laughs>
Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, they have every time they open their mouths, they violate their oath of office. So they should all be impeached or expelled. But, yeah. um, you know, that's not going to happen. Listen, I want to be happy clappy today <gasps> because there's so much national news. We're, we're missing a lot of the good news at the... We keep talking about the local level. So I would just like to say Democrats won every special election on Tuesday. Yeah. Virginia four kept its Democratic seat mm-hmm. and hired and hired and elected the first black female congresswoman from Virginia. Uh, in Kentucky, the Senate, they got the Democrats in Senate nineteen got seventy seven percent of the vote. In New Hampshire, eight, fifty five percent went to Democrats. The very liberal Democratic uh Supreme Court justice nominee won 46% in a four-way race. And in the University of Madison, they had only one polling booth because previously only 40 kids showed up to vote. And on Tuesday, over 510 kids showed up to vote. Okay. We are moving blue. This country will be a majority Democratic blue country in the next 10 years as long as people... Keep paying attention. We put out the truth, and young people are motivated, and we don't need to call ourselves our progressive, our alpha liberals, and they are. You cannot con them or fool them with your lies and your garbage. Yeah. Um, the GOP is dead. They just don't know it. They're as dead as Trump's campaign for 2024 is. Yeah, I was looking at, um, you know, this latest shooting story, which is, uh, that's the one thing I know I keep seeing on Twitter and elsewhere, the Gen Z is just, they are going to put a stop to this at some Mm -hmm. point. Only in America, this headline, news crew members shot dead while covering a shooting that happened earlier in the day. Yeah. God, this was awful. I mean, a member of a crew for Spectrum News 13 in Orlando was shot and killed on Wednesday while covering a fatal shooting that happened earlier in the day. The assailant shot and wounded at least one other member of the news crew. Afterward, police say the suspect then shot a woman and her nine-year-old daughter, uh, the latter of whom died. Yeah. The woman is, the mother's in critical condition. Uh, 19-year-old Keith somebody was arrested. Uh, the news crew was covering a shooting in Pine Hills just outside of Orlando where a 20-year-old woman was shot to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, officials say they believe he's responsible for all three killings. Uh, he apparently, of course, knew the 20-year-old victim. He has been formally charged for the murder of a woman in her, uh, the woman who was in her, who was in her twenties. The Spectrum reporter, um, they released his name this morning, and he was just in his twenties, just starting out his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's just only in America, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's anyway. But to Sue's point, I think that is our only hope: is this next generation that is just not going to tolerate having their kids growing up in school massacres and you know shooting drills, which are also traumatizing them. All right, uh, Renato Mariotti, former federal prosecutor, uh, MSNBC analyst, coming on for the very first time in, yeah. Just yeah. A bit, in just a bit. And we'll be right back. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, 
Thank you, Scott, liberal helper. Why, there it is. There's a uh, headline from Fortune magazine. Trump rolls back train-breaking rule meant to keep oil tankers from exploding near communities. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted at that point, I'm continuing to get rid of costly and unnecessary work regulations. Much, much work left to do, but the effect will be great. Business and jobs will grow. Oh, great. Nice? Uh, great. Oh, oh great. great. <laughs> okay, uh, Steve in Chicago. Hi, Steve. Welcome. Hello. Um, I have a quick suggestion and a prediction for Ivana Trump's testimony. All right. Given her facility with Spanish, maybe they should interrogate her in Spanish. Buenos dias. Yes, I'm sure she. Buenos dias. That'll jog her memory. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm also predicting that we're going to hear that mostly she was a, a housewife who just got coffee. Yes, she will be a coffee girl, I'm uh-huh. sure. <laughs> yes, thank you, Steve. <laughs> Buenos dias. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is unclear whether Trump will seek to block uh, Ivanka and Jared from testifying on the grounds of executive privilege, as he has tried with some other witnesses. I'm going to guess that Renato Mariotta is going to tell us that... Computer says no. Nah. I, I don't think there's a daddy-daughter or sister-wife exception, to blah, blah, blah. If they get, ma- if they get married, oh. he, she can't testify against him. That's true. Matt in Chicago. Hi, Matt. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to point something out to all of the Trump voters and listeners who are, well, somehow listening to this show. Um, so, I, I, you know, you want to vote for a racist, misogynistic pig, fine. It's not my thing, but you do yours. You want to vote for someone who eats more McDonald's than Ronald? Fine. I'll accept that. You do yours. But I'd like to point something out to all of you. Beyond all of that, beyond all the racism and the misogyny and everything else, the man looked at an eclipse without glasses. (laughs) Why would you vote for someone who is so stupid that he would look at an eclipse without glasses? I love you, Stephanie. I love you, too. All right. Bye, Matt. Matt just had a lot in his craw. And that is our... He's kind of worked up there. That's our our public service. Yes. Yes, please, don't leave out that he wanted to nuke a hurricane and water bomb a cathedral and what else did I miss? Okay. Uh, You know, we will ask a... Uh, Renato about this as well, but uh, Arizona's then Attorney General Mark Brnovich, he does need to buy a vowel. B R N O I Z Brnovich. Excuse me. Brnovich. <laughs> uh, scuttled a report that debunked claims of election fraud following the 2020 election. I just curious, like how um, I, you know, implicated are some of these people in you yeah. know, that did basically the same thing Trump did. Right, that, that that were a part of this whole uh, election fraud. Right. Um, yeah, the investigators prepared a report in March 2022 stating that virtually all claims of error and malfeasance were unfounded, according to internal documents that were just reviewed by the Washington Post. Uh, the paper added the records show the <laughs> excuse me, Vich, Vich <laughs> used his office to. I cannot help the immaturity. I apologize. It's the only way I get through. <laughs> Novich used his office to further claims about voting in Maricopa County that his own staff considered inaccurate. They suggest that his administration privately disregarded fact checks provided by state investigators while publicly promoting incomplete accounts of the office's work. The innuendo and inaccuracies circulated not just in the far reaches of the Internet, but with the imperture of the state's attorney general helped make Arizona an epicenter of distrust in the democratic process, eroding confidence not just in the 2020 vote, but in subsequent elections. I just we have to ask Renato, like how? I mean, legally, it looks like Fox News. 
mm-hmm. thank God for Dominion voting lawsuit. You know they're in, they're in, implicated mm-hmm. in knowingly putting out election lies yep. that incited the violence that you know that happened on January sixth. So I, that guy, right? Attorney, yep. he's that's the whole point. It's not just some guy. He put the imprimatur of the uh, you know Arizona Attorney General's office on it. Yeah. Twenty nine minutes after the hour, we roll along on the Stephanie Miller show. Stephanie Miller. Once again, something wonderful in my life has been turned into a giant crap fest. No, it is the Stephanie Miller Show. Welcome to it. 34 minutes after the hour, former federal prosecutor Mario Renati coming up. We have Renato Mariotti. What'd I say? You said Mario Renati. I'm sorry. Wow. You just really blew that And I've been waiting to have him on forever. And now I've ruined everything. Once like, again, I've taken something beautiful well, in my life. Turned into a ruined. giant crap fest. Renato Mariotti. You pronounced it correctly at the beginning of the yes. show, and every, every time, time since then, it's gotten worse and worse. That was the. I'm just. I'm getting. I'm getting more impatient to talk to him. Just you know. You're also getting stressed. old. I'm getting old, and it's. I'm stressed <laughs> out. Okay. Um, somebody called yesterday about noted. Uh, you know, sea hound Chris Lavoy. Oh yeah, who's a noted uh, pussy lover? I, you know what? This cat. I want this cat. This cat sounds badass. This, <laughs> Chris. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it? Who's alive? Boots. Boots what? is alive. I apologize. Jazz is no longer I'm with sorry. us. That's we found. Okay. We found a new cat for you to adopt. Okay. All right. You can never get the genders of, or names of my dogs, so I feel uh, you know a little more. Well, the, I can tell you these new dogs apart. I, it's the first time ever. I apologize for not knowing which cat is. Where to? Okay, but Boots needs a playmate. Is my point. Uh, does she? <laughs> this cat sounds like the perfect playmate. I'm this sorry. cat is badass. I'm like, I love. I this. mean, Boots is kind of an indoor ass bitch. You I know. know if you don't mind my saying well, so, she's a very, Boots, very sweet Boots cat. needs to toughen up. Yeah, she, th- th- this well, cat will toughen Boots up. Uh, no, uh, Jazz was tough, and so yes, yeah, Jazz toughened up Boots. Right. She's gone. Boots has gone soft again. Um, <laughs> there is a Sphinx cat, a tattooed Mexican cat, is seeking a new home. All right, a tattooed cat? Come on, please adopt this cat. Who tattooed the cat? Wait, wait for it. This is a good story. Well, not a good story, but this cat has, will cut It's going to have a happy thing. A what? sphinx cat. You know, they're hairless. Uh, yeah. Who Badass. Okay, we're getting to it. Well, you keep. Uh, he's about one, years, one year old. Uh, he spent weeks in the Me- Mexican city of Juarez under that, the care that's of. That's tough there. Juarez. Yeah. That's like right across the border. That's, <laughs> that's from unincorporated Juarez. Is You don't mess around no, there. Well. They don't play. He's under the care of animal rescue workers after police found him in a prison. Where was no word why we don't know why he went to prison. Listen, it's not money important laundering. now. That guy in <laughs> Reno probably had it coming. It's money laundering. They found him in a prison where uh, he suffered mistreatment at the hands of a criminal oh. gang. Gang members even tattooed his furless skin. Authorities say they are now looking for the right family to take the cat. Boots's daddy. Don't you need a Mexican tattooed sphinx cat? They tattooed "Made in Mexico." <sighs> it's yeah. They like, tattooed "Made in Mexico" on the like in Spanish, terribly, like Mexico and, and Mexico, Mexico. I'm just saying you could give him a happy ending. God knows, I love him. See with a happy ending. You know what I'm saying? Do we know for a fact he was made in Mexico. You like a hairless one too, apparently. Yes, I like him hairless. <laughs> the 
we know that. I like a Harold Stacy. I do. Uh, yes, we know that all from right, Stephanie you know Miller lore. All right, this story's gotten weird. I think Let's... I think Jim Ward pulled that out of you. <laughs> I'm so, I just couldn't resist sending you that story. It was too good. All right. There were weird stories yesterday. Yeah, this is just a weird assortment of stories. We're, I'm just marking time until I. What's his name? Renato Mariotti. <laughs> you got it. Nailed it. Okay. Let's see if we can stick with that one for the next hour if we don't mess you up. All right. Uh, new report from the Daily Beast raising questions about unusual arrangement for personal security between Senator Kirsten Cinema and a company owned by the sister of Tulsi Gabbard. Oh. This is the crossover you did oh, not want. Weird. These are all sort of chaos agents. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, doesn't, doesn't this seem like people that want to hurt the Democratic Party kind of people? Mm-hmm. Bless you. Are you okay? Uh, yes. According to the Cinema's campaign, Finance Committee has forked over, over $300,000 to a company whose sole executive is uh, Tulsi Gabbard's sister. Since the fall of 2021, she, uh, she has been employed as the security director in Cinema's Senate office. It's just up. Uh, one campaign finance attorney said the amount of money Cinema's campaign has given to Gabbard's sister is eye-opening. He said it's a big red flag that uh, at Belford, this is the company, lists Cinema as the as their only client. Mm. I have one client. I don't. Do you feel like there's more shoes to drop in this story? I feel like, sir. I just all Will the Mexican cat it's make an appearance. Of, it's just kind of confirming everything that we've kind of known. <sighs> okay. You want to date her? Who? Cinema. Cinema. Oh, I thought we were back to the hairless. See, I'm sorry. Okay. Made in Mexico. Parker in Compton. Hello, Parker. Welcome. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. Real quick, I just want to say that I love you guys so much, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it true that you replaced uh, Imus in the morning, the redneck Imus in the morning, way back in the day? Two days. Three. Three days. Yeah, it was three days. No, it was three. Okay. Yeah, we were pre-fired. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But the great thing about that, and I blame MSNBC because if they would have kept you on the air, just imagine, like you start to say about Hillary, just imagine, just imagine how far we would be as a society. It's true. Okay. Because true. you, Travis, Chris, you guys do gay well. Okay. <laughs> You're smart, intelligent. You Thank know, you. Thank caring, you. compassionate. I Thank mean, you. come on, man. You, you, you can't do that. Really and well. So, Thank you. Thank really you. well. And so the thing about it is that. I love you guys at the meet and greet. I was at the Sabbath uh, Theater. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I was a, I was a brother um, on the walker. I've been having surgeries okay. for years. Oh, about yeah, I remember. Surgery. Oh. Yeah, and um, the thing about it is that you have to play football. You have to budge and this and stuff. So yep. you got me through a lot in life. Oh, and I just oh. want to say that. I just want to say that. What? what oh, come on. Stop, 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 stop. Don't you hate it is when it, you get a call an, while you're on the radio? Prince is calling and saying, hey, you're on the radio right now. Yeah. <laughs> is another radio show calling you? <laughs> right. No, as a matter of fact, and this is the blessing, is that I've had a lot of surgeries, and it was hard for me at night because when it's dark, it's hard to get through the night, and you cry and everything else. Oh. But at 6 o'clock in the morning, I hear that, da, 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 music going. I'm like, hey. And it oh. reminds me of Jamie. Jamie that called in like last year, talked about his mom who was on hospice. Yeah. And the thing that would make me smile is listening to you in the morning. So Aww. you got a lot of people out here that love you. I'm well, a straight brother in the hood for the hood by the hood. I'm in Compton. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, believe me, you got a lot of people that love you and like y'all. Aww. So I'm going to do that my is... best to call in more often because otherwise I feel kind of weird. I feel like that pastor that sit in the corner and watch his wife, you know, fell her. So I can't be doing all that. <laughs> yes. all the time. So, oh, dear. I got to call in the time. Parker, you are, not a, you are not alone. You have an army of Steph hens yep. right now Absolutely. sending you love and light. I can feel it. 
So hang in there. We, yeah, we your yeah. family, yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. All thank right. you, thank you. Yeah, I'm over here at the Sideline. It's an excellent facility, and God is so good. You guys keep up the great work. I love you, and I okay. always listen, and keep up the great work. Thank Aww, you, thank honey. You. Love you too, Parker. Aww. Aww. Nobody does it like South Central does. Nobody does gay like us, apparently. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we do gay really well. Oh, I thought she. I thought he told us a gay whale. Oh, gay well. I'm sorry. How, I, thought he, I thought he said we were gay whale. How, how do we do gay well? How, do, how does he know? I don't know. How do you do it wrong? <laughs> well, if you could oh, do it wrong, me, I'm sure I am. Believe me, there are ways to do it yeah. wrong. Yeah, well, you know everyone says I'm a horrible lesbian. It's I've not for lack of trying. I've locked one just down not, for nine years, so I'm doing something I'm right. just not good at anything. Oh, meanwhile, speaking of, I guess because he brought it up. A total of 7.2% of adults in the U.S. identified as LGBTQ in 2022, according to a Gallup poll. Is everyone gay? Is everybody. <laughs> yes, according no, to No, only 7.2%. No. Everybody gay! Oh. Uh, it reflects an overall upward trend. Nicely done, gays. Apparently other people are doing gay well. Look what the homosexuals have done to me. Keep up that grooming. Um, when the analytics giant began measuring LGBTQ uh, identification, only about 3.5% of adults self-identified as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, uh, etc. Researchers credit the younger generations, especially those born between 97 and 2004, Gen Z, for the continuous uh, increase. Nearly 20% of Gen Z adults identify as LGBTQ. Um the largest share of LGBTQ adults identified as bisexual, the proportion of bisexual adults is also higher among the younger generations. They're more fluid. I also felt seen because they actually mentioned well, Gen also, X there. Well, but also people, because coming X. out is not going to be a thing for them because they were never in. Yeah. Because that's, you know, by the way, has Fox News done some horrible, like, air raid siren laden? Oh, my God. Gen Z's turning everybody gay. Democrats are turning everybody gay stories yet that's kind of what they do all the time that will be every the, day every chiron will say is everybody gay thanks liberals this is part of why marjorie taylor green needs a divorce is everybody gay look what the homosexuals have done to me all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um we mentioned the uh, giant traitorous bag of trans fats mm-hmm at McDonald's, that was nice. He uh, so he pelted them with uh, expired thirteen-year-old water, and then also um, bought some people McDonald's. So he also will give them an opportunity to have a heart attack or a stroke at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. always a helper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the East Palestine mayor feared the Trump visit will turn them into political pawns. Yes, because he makes everything about him. Yep, right. As usual, That's what he did. Yes. Um, it's clear it's a political stunt," said former uh, Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood, who is a He's a Republican, former Republican oh, okay, congressman. Well. Yes. He said if he wants to uh, visit, he's a citizen, but clearly his regulations and the elimination of them said, uh, and no emphasis on safety is going to be pointed out. Thank you. Is it more people coming to the light? He's a Republican. Fox News mentioned the regulations, right? Until um, he gets the nomination, and then they'll all get right back in bed with him. Yeah. I go. There is a chance for everybody who has a public voice on this issue to demonstrate whether they are interested in helping the people of East Palestine or using the people of East Palestine, uh, said uh, Secretary Pete. A lot of the folks who seem to find political opportunity there are among those who have sided with the rail industry again and again and again as they have fought safety regulations on railroads and hazardous materials tooth and nail. Um, You know, I got to say, he's so good at just, you know, the way he takes criticism. And he just, you know, he just calmly 
refutes it, and then he says, and by the way, will you help me now strengthen yeah, yeah. rail rules? Right. Because that's that he's not he's like solution oriented. He really is. Mm-hmm. Like he really he is but what a politician should be. That's he's, what the Democrat Party yeah. is. And right now yeah. the Republican Party is all about complaint. I mean, yeah. we played the audio earlier of Kevin yes. McCarthy when we went down to the border. Yes. He's like, oh, oh, well, we're here to put a right. focus on we don't have a plan. We don't have a bill. We don't have any legislation, but we want to talk about the problem. Well, right. Right. Solve a problem. Right. Uh, a Fox Business report indicated Trump would uh, treat residents of East Palestine to something like a campaign rally. Uh, Fox Business host Stuart Varney said uh, he's going to put on a big show. It's going to be like a campaign rally. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin said, or Tobin. Wait, wait, Tubin. Oh, is that him? Jeffrey, that, that Jeffrey No, Tubin? Mike Tobin. Sorry, oh, different guy. Jeffrey, yeah. Um, said it's probably going to be something like that, and you don't have to be Nostradamus to predict he will make the statement that he could have handled it better. Tobin revealed schools were closed in the town due to security for Trump's visit. The mayor of this town says he doesn't want this to become a political circus, and frankly, Stewart, it's a little late for that. Um, I don't, I seriously, I think it's probably more that they're on the DeSantis train mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than that they're like finding a conscience, but I mean, they are becoming not just. Not critical, but even fact-checking Trump. They will get right back in bed yeah. with him yeah. when the time comes. That's why Sean Should you Hannity, just allow me a moment of happiness? Every just one moment. Every person that goes on Sean Hannity's show that's like rumored to be running for president, the first thing he asks yeah. him, how are you different than Trump? And none of them. No, I'm just like Trump. I, I'm just like, they, yeah. They're all yeah. still in bed with Trump. All right, fine. Just be my, just be my buzzkill again. Both of well, you. Fine. You. You over there. You won't take a tattooed Mexican hairless cat. You. Want to have a moment of happiness? I didn't say I wouldn't news. take it. Really? Oh, call us if you have. What's his? Name? Oh, he's not named yet. You can name him. Poncho. <laughs> okay, that's kind of racist. Forty-six <laughs> minutes. You should name him Punch after Eric Estrada. <laughs> and rename the other cat after. Who's the other chip? John. John. Right. Yes. Name him John. I like that. So I would have Punch and. Okay. Yeah. A Boots is a female, not a John. You, okay, you, forty. You misgendered my cat. <laughs> Thank you. When she was walking the street, she knew about like John. I just cat John. John, get over here. I I almost named Jazz Paul. We do. We like regular names. Yes. Yeah. Pets. Y'all are weird. Oh. No, I I because it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we were discussing yesterday that uh, uh, the Bonnie, despite knowing her partner's name is Clyde, always seems surprised when he steals something from her. You marry a thief, and then he's like, she's like, where's my rawhide? I took it. Your job's to drive the getaway car. <laughs> 40, 47 minutes. Jody's not even here, and it's weird. What the hell was that? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Four minutes after the hour, Chris, who said an Obama rule to require new brakes to reduce the risk of oil train derailments causing explosions and spilling gas was reversed by Trump? Who said that? Miguel Gorilla. No, that would be a subheadline in Fortune magazine. Oh. Uh, that would be in uh, 2018. Gosh. Oh, so interesting. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, we were saying on cue there was a. Uh, statement from the bassinet of the 45th president as it regards the chatty the chatty uh foreman 
for a woman in the Georgia. Yes. Uh, she, he took to Transnunchen <laughs> to fume over the media tour underway by Emily Coors, the grand jury for person in the 2022 election probe uh, in Georgia of the former president. This Georgia case is ridiculous. A strictly political continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Now you have an... Oh, wait, according to Charlie Kirk, it's an actual witch hunt with actual witches. With an actual and Emily Coors is yeah. an actual witch. Uh, now you, now this finally makes sense. Now you have an extremely energetic young woman. The uh, get this four person of the racist DA special grand jury going around doing a media tour revealing incredibly the grand jury's inner workings and thoughts. This is not justice. This is an illegal kangaroo court. Atlanta is leading the nation in murder and other violent crimes. No, no, no. we discussed no. this yesterday. No, no. All I did is make two perfect phone calls. <laughs> I thought it was one perfect phone call. Where'd the second one come yeah. from? Yeah. Is there a second one that we didn't know about? Ukraine. I think he's referring to the Ukraine. Oh, the, this case first wasn't impeachment? about Ukraine. Was that the first impeachment? Yeah, but this is about this one. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. This oh, is look. A- George has made a new uh, t-shirt. Trump is a feline donkey female canine. Oh, I get it. That's that's a f- FCC friendly for uh, CS. Oh, bitch. okay. Yeah. A feline donkey female canine. <laughs> Funny. Okay, hey, we're we're gonna have Renato Mariotti. Nailed it. Nailed it. No help. Now see if you can say it to his face. No help. Uh, I just, New York Attorney General Letitia James' lawsuit against Trump has exposed his flagship building, New York City's Trump Tower, as being something of a fraud. Quote unquote. Specifically, Forbes reporter zeroes in on the fact that Trump Tower plays a central role in Jones' claim, or excuse me, James' claims about Trump manipulating the values of assets for tax purposes. He writes. Property records show the real estate mogul has been lying about the financial performance of the building since it first opened in 1983. Mm -hmm. Tax and lending documents indicate that Trump lied about the square footage of the office and retail space at the base of the property. Uh, They also published an audio recording dating back to 2015 showing Trump was personally involved in the efforts to lie about the value of Trump Tower's commercial space. Mm -hmm. Uh, The heart of the matter lies in Trump's 2015 valuation of Trump Tower as being worth $881 million, which Alexander writes was achieved through a mixture of lying about the building's square footage and lying about the number of square feet within that exaggerated total that were viable as retail and office space. Trump inflated the value of his property by an estimated $400 million. Wow, wow. I feel like that $11 billion bit we do, he stole that from us. Like I, they just, when he was asked a valuation, he just would be like. How many square footage, how many square feet do you have? $11 billion. Okay. What's that worth? $11 billion. It is. It's and, just kid numbers yeah. that he made up. It just, made up. That has no relation to reality of any kind. Okay. Because he is a feline donkey, female canine. <laughs> that's that's a little clunky. It's a little clunky. Okay. <laughs> we have a former federal prosecutor. Renato Mariotti. I see. I see. Okay. Coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water. Trump water, actually. Most of it. Uh, some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. 
You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles. Mm, that's exactly what you want when you're uh, in, experiencing a disaster caused by Trump rolling back your safety standards. You would like a 13-year-old expired uh, Trump water, mm-hmm. which, um, thank you, Brooklyn Tad Defiant, for finding this clip of Sylvester Stallone. He did a, a, a taste test. Yep. On Access Hollywood with in, Billy Bush. Yes, including Trump water. And guess who the other water is? Whatever it is, I wouldn't wash my socks in this. <laughs> now I can't wait to tell you what it is. What? Trump ice. Oh! God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm oh. I didn't know. I love Donald. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. It wasn't that funny, Billy. Good Lord. Wow, Billy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was Sylvester Stallone saying he wouldn't wash his socks. And his socks are sweaty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how many, say, yeah. how many flights of stairs does he run up in those socks, right? I see him at the gym occasionally. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you only you were at the Arnold gym. Both of them at the same time? Uh there was one day where they were promoting something that they were doing together. That's fantastic. And yes, they were there at the same You're time. You're going to keep using this leg dress. Also. Then, how do you know what Sly's saying? I don't talk to them. Did you imagine the conversation between those two? Yeah. That's who can understand. You did a UN headset, right? Also, you know who, who else works out there? <gasps> who? Frank Stallone. <gasps> nope. <laughs> Chris wants me to tell the story of Frank Stallone asked me out at. Yep. The Playboy Mansion. Yep. I don't remember why I was there. I, 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 was invi- I was invited once or twice, and yeah, I, I just—he's like a much larger Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he's like Sylvester Stallone's been supersized. Okay. Yeah. Every time we see him, I tell my workout partner Christian that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's precious. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, hold please. Oh dear. What did I lost my tweet now, oh, Leslie? What did you do? Yes. Now? Uh, speaking of the. Uh, Trump trip to Ohio. Leslie tweets, the only reason Trump went to Ohio is because it's a red state. We all remember when he held up FEMA aid during our wildfires and told us to rake our forests, refused aid to Puerto Rico and held up personal protective gear to red sta- uh, to blue states as COVID was ravaging the country. Yes, we remember that. We remember you, Forrest Gold. Forrest Trump. New for Ketel, it's the best of Forrest Trump. I want to rake it with you. With all your forest favorites, including rake it with you. I really think that we could rake it. Forrest Trump Gold also includes Reiki, Reiki Smart. He knows in his heart, he's Reiki, Reiki Smart. I just don't think he understands that if you tell that fart, that flaky, Reiki fart, he might just be out of his mind. And that Forrest Trump favorite, Rake Your Forest. Oh, Rake, Rake, Rake. Rake, Rake, Rake. Rake your forest. Get your copy of Forrest Trump forest. and Forrest Trump Gold now from KTEL, wherever records are shredded. Rake, rake, rake. Rake your forest. Rake your forest. Thank you, Rocky Mountain Mike. Thank you, Forrest Trump. Um, oh, Joel, uh, with a love tweet for us. Uh, oh. Steph, speaking for the male straights in the room, let me just say that most straight men agree with Stephanie. Uh, they prefer a hairless cat with a happy ending. Just some straighty, a straighty info for you guys. None of us in here would know. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, really? Is this where na- our latest Fox News decided to put Lego on blast? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Lego oh. was well. Have we moved on from M&M's? I, br- I brought something really to mess with them. Oh, okay. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Uh, by flagging the toy company as the latest major business to go woke, uh, Lego is rolling out new figures to represent people with Down syndrome, missing limbs, and other physical and mental disabilities. 
Uh, the uh, Fox uh, anchor noted that the news set will include figures with anxiety issues and voiced her skepticism by saying, I don't know how you show that. Yes, Chris. Sorry. Why is this sending them into fits? I don't I, I don't get what, that. They make it sound like there was not the little girl on the Island of Misfit Toys that also had, obviously, anxiety issues. She was yes. emotionally whatever. Distraught doll. Yes. But she's it, always crying. Right, right. Is there a train with square wheels? I don't know. Is there a, pot, a, is there a gun that shoots grape jelly? Who knows? What did you do, Travis? You brought because a Charlie, today? I did because Charlie Kirk and Harris Faulkner. It's a witch Lego. Oh, okay. that will That will trigger Harris and... Charlie. Do you dare me to play those Charlie Kirk sound bites for Renato Mariani about the jury forewoman being I think a witch? More, I think we have better things to talk okay. to him about. I don't think there's much better than Charlie Kirk comparing her to so, a witch. <laughs> so Fox News is not down with the Lego. No, they we're not supposed it. We're not supposed to acknowledge it anyway. Handicapped people. Okay. Handicapped people send them into angry they, they give them a sad. Yes. Well, oh, and also in answer to her question, how do you show... Uh, how do you show that uh, someone has anxiety issues that uh, they watch Fox News, I'm going to say? Or just watch. Or Stephanie they work on Fox News. Watch Stephanie Miller's face. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh, God, really? How many statements from the bassinet of the 45th president do we have this morning? He was kind of talky yesterday. He had, a, had some issues to work through. Hooray! Okay. This time it's uh, about Eric Swalwell. Okay. Uh, and first of all, let's just stipulate it's all based on lies. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, because he, uh, I think we mentioned this yesterday, he introduced a resolution to ban Trump from entering the Capitol, given his role in inciting uh, the, the riot there, the violence. Uh, a little respected representative, Eric Swalwell, was just kicked off the Intelligence Committee for having poor judgment and dating and falling desperately in love with a Chinese spy. Okay. So none of that's true. Uh, Fang Fang, whose honey... Net has gotten massive amounts of information for her beloved China. Okay, once again, must we review? Swalwell broke off all contact with the woman in question after being informed of her true intentions by American intelligence officials. Authorities have since cleared Falwell, uh, Swalwell of any wrongdoing, have said they do not believe the spy obtained any classified information. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a page two of the oh. statement. Of Fortunately, people understand that Swalwell's a lowlife, not respected by anybody, and merely used for entertainment purposes by, purposes by the fake news media to continue their assault on President Donald J. Trump and America. I guess, I guess thank person. you. There'll be no other yes questions to the bassinet at this it's, particular time. It's that yes? third person thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Donald J. Trump, yes. your favorite president. Classy. Great. Oh, oh great. great. I'm sorry. There will never, no matter how many statements from the best of the 45th president no one will ever start as well as oh great you know what 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 if the day he's indicted he puts out a tweet oh, oh great, great. now yeah, the prosecutors have indicted now i'm indicted oh great that's just great, great. oh great i now got I'm an going indictment. To jail didn't even get coal in my stocking but i got an indictment oh great Okay, sorry. I, that made me snorty. We can dream. All right. As the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine approaches, the Republican Party finds itself bitterly divided on Capitol Hill because they are uh, there's a lot of traitors mm -hmm. and Putin puppets. Yep. Oh, great. Oh, oh great. great. <laughs>
divided over the weather, whether the U.S. should continue I, I aiding Ukraine to expect a dispute that is only expected to intensify in the months ahead, even as GOP leaders have sought to downplay it. Uh, a group of House Republicans led by a, con- led a congressional delegation to Ukraine to reaffirm the United States' commitment to the war-torn nation. Uh, but back home, the GOP's isolationist wing spent the week publicly bashing Biden's surprise visit to Ukraine and re-upped their calls to end military and financial aid. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats, you're all equally awful. Uh, Kevin McCarthy says he does not support a resolution from Matt Gates, Representative Rapey McForehead of Florida, mm. declaring con- congressional fatigue over supporting Ukraine. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you sleepy? Yeah. Do, are, do you feel like you need a nap? You know who else does? The people that had getting the bombed out of them in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They're a little tired, too. It's... The president said if Russia stops fighting, the war is over. If Ukraine stops fighting, Ukraine is over. It's that easy. Oh, they're fatigued. Rapey before he needs a nappy over Ukraine. Okay, so Kevin McCarthy says he does not support that resolution, but he reiterated he will not automatically rubber stamp whatever aid package the, the Biden administration uh, because he is a ass bitch. And mm-hmm. he is right. He's got to, like, just control both sides of his crazy caucus oh by the way i don't know how mama bone feels like kevin mccarthy is doing but his hometown paper uh the fresno b yeah is not happy with kevin mccarthy the big old b he refused to answer any questions from the b why is it called the first the b there are a lot of b's in oh no it's it's a it's a a, because there's a sacramento b2 yeah oh it's like a chain but it is the stockton b2 yeah right yeah but why is okay? Because there's a lot of bees in the. That's no, why it's called the Fresno Bee. I have no idea bee. why it's called the Fresno Bee. I've never bee. heard of a paper named after a you know like a a bug, like a mascot, like a bug. Yes. Yeah. Like, do we have a Los Angeles? You know, I don't know, centipede, Co- cockroach. <laughs> okay. The New York pigeon. <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm just asking. Okay. Hi, Jeff in Iowa. Hello. Jeff. Hello, Jeff in Iowa. Did I do it wrong? Oh, hi, there you go. Hi, Jeff, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, they have determined what caused that, and they actually have a picture of it, was a hot wheel bearing. On that train, they have a picture of it going by. That car is a hopper car, which actually looks like it's on fire. Mm. I've seen the pictures. And, uh, And so that journal... It actually, that train went by what they call a hot box detector. Mm-hmm. And that hot box senses the heat coming from that train. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you serious? There is something called a hot box detector? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, ma'am. It's yep. alongside that's, the track. That's what I've And called. it detects heat, heat coming from that train, mm-hmm. the wheels and axles from that train. Mm-hmm. And then it calls ahead to that engineer, mm-hmm. and it tells him that so many axles back in that train there's heat coming from that thing. And what that engineer then needs to do is start safely trying to slow that train down, okay. coming to a safe stop, which takes a while to do. Okay. And then he, somebody needs to go back and look at that car, inspect that car. Okay. All right. Thank you for those uh, train fun facts. It's a little late for that now. Yeah. I thought those... Am I ever going to forget that there is a thing called a hot box detector? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, I've just received a correction. There is a Los Angeles potato bug oh. pub- publication. Wh- I didn't know why, that. Why don't we subscribe to it? What? I don't know because I, I well because I already have the Fresno bee, so I was. You're all insected up. Yeah, I was done with my insect. Uh, 
you know. News. Right, right. To subscriptions. I have a limit. Okay. We should subscribe to all I, three Bs. What? Really? There's the Sacramento Bee, the Modesto Bee, and yeah. the, the Fresno Bee. Yeah, let's do that. And don't forget the potato bug. <laughs> Is it? Oh, I'm not on vacation next week. The week after, yeah. Jody Hamilton will be filling in for me. Okay. That's going to get weird. Oh, 18. Yeah, you think it's weird now. Remember, you heard it on this channel first. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Okay, we have, we're ready with our rainwear. This is Bonnie modeling her new red little rain jacket. Isn't it fantastic? Okay. Yep. I'm that old lady now that has little dogs with little She outfits. looks like a hot dog. You're going to keep them dry. Do they have, like, really bad gas? Uh, why do you ask? <laughs> yes. We were saying it is amazing what can come out of something that small. Yeah, I've noticed it a lot lately. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like where. right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. I assumed it was him and not you. Well, like, who can say? Okay. They have McDonald's? Hmm. We're not on Mariotti. <laughs> they had a filet of fish and a Big Mac and, and a, a Big vanilla Mac shake. And a vanilla shake and fries. That's Donald. I don't know why that's stuck in both of our heads. Uh-huh. But that's what Donald Trump gets it, which has how many calories? 11 billion. 11 billion. Thank you. Okay. Oh, boy. Bill in San Francisco. Hello, Bill. Mama, I'm kind of confused. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh, earlier you were talking about Chris giving a cat a happy ending. How do you get something like that started, like yeah. kitty porn? I'm in a kitty porn. Okay, all right. I see what you're when did I? You know, why does everyone have to take everything beautiful? That was supposed to be a beautiful cat rescue story about Chris rescuing a hairless Mexican prison tattooed cat named, that needs a home named Pancho. Mm-hmm. You made it something dirty. Happy I did not. And a hairless. No, that guy did. Oh. Okay. Where was I? I don't give a I didn't say you did. He did. I don't, I don't know what has, has happened here. I, yeah. I, uh, okay. Where was I? Sorry. I don't know. This, uh, we went off the rails yeah. like last hour. I don't Where know. are we? All right. What? Who said reports about the death of Republican support for strong American leadership in the world have been greatly exaggerated? Don't look at Twitter. Look at the people in power. Republican leaders are committed to a strong transatlantic alliance. We are committed to helping Ukraine. Who said that? Uh oh God! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Okay. Uh, trying to I, I th- this party is just they can't help themselves. They're just imploding, yeah. right? You've got the you know the crazy caucus on the in the house doing Putin's talking points, and then you know McConnell trying to one of them will say, oh, we're going to blow up Social Security, Medicare. McConnell's that's not a right or something like something that. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something. Along those lines. Oh, hey, looky here. Uh, Mike Pompeo's political action committee spent more than $40,000 on books just when his memoir hit the bestseller list. Do you think any, can I ask a question? Do you think any right-wing books are actual bestsellers? Because can I, let me just say something, and not to make this about. Stephanie Miller. Can I just say sexy liberal of me, I sing, hit number one on Amazon. I 
we don't have any packs that buy up books. I swear to God, every right winger has like all these packs. These are actual people bought my actual book. I would go out on a limb and say they you. have to cheat on those because most of their voters can't read. I even bought one. Right. Oh, did you? Thank I did. You. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. the Kindle version. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you're mentioned in it, I'm sure. Well, that's Who why can I remember? bought it. That's why I bought it. <laughs> you just went to the index. <laughs> Um, yes, they dropped 42,000 with bulk books for uh, just as his uh, book hit third on the New York Times bestseller list. Um, Mike Pence also involved. Uh, Mike Pence um, also had a memoir that hit bestseller list just as his pack dropped more than $90,000 on, on the book only days after the book was released. They're just, I, they're all, I, 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 seriously, Don Jr., seriously, who's who would buy that book? Beetlebees. How about this? Speaking of uh, right-wing grifters, legal bills for conservative gun rights celebrity. Oh, is that what we're calling murderers now? Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm -hmm. Gun rights celebrity. Uh, as his bills are mounting, he's asking his fans for donations because, of course, he is. Rittenhouse launched a fundraiser on the Christian fundraiser. Because, you know, that's what Jesus would do is cross state lines to shoot uh, somebody. Because, you know. Uh, of some Christian fundraising site saying his legal bills are piling up. He's raised over $122,000 because people are dumb. And he can use that money for whatever Seriously? he wants. Seriously, why are you giving money to a murderer? I'm just, okay. All right, and uh, Steve Bannon's former attorney is suing him for $480,000 oh. because they're all grifters, none of whom pay their own bills. All right, Renato Mariotti, former prosecutor, finally joins us next. All I know is what the press has reported, uh, but I do think it's significant. Um, both of them appeared uh, before our committee. Um, some of it was useful, but I, I will say that uh, there was a vagueness, uh, especially with Mr. Kushner, but also uh, Ivanka, uh, where it, it was just hard to believe they couldn't remember some of the things they claim not to remember. I, um, I believe that a grand jury appearance might uh, shake their recollections in some cases. <laughs> Representative uh, Zoe Lofgren. Okay, I, the, the fact that we have like a million legal things to ask him about, including Jared and Ivanka's subpoenas, but also the fact that he has a tiny dog named Henry who is waiting in the <laughs> background while he's ready to go on CNN makes me more in love with Renato Mariotti. <laughs> I've been wanting to, to meet for the longest time. Good morning, Renato. Good morning. Glad to be here. <laughs> How is Henry this morning? Henry's doing well. I'm actually in the office, so this is there's no going to be no Henry intrusion. If Hen if I was at home, Henry would be jumping up and want to be part of everything. Aww. He is. They he's can a just shelter dog. Who we were like his fourth or fifth family that he had, and so like he's super attached. Uh, yeah, it took him a long time to be convinced that I was not. Every time I left you know went out the door that i wasn't going to come you know that i was actually going to come back i've only so. i've rescued bonnie and clyde for what like four three or four weeks right, now right and they never leave my side and they can just confirm i just spent an hour putting tiny red raincoats on them because i'm that i'm that lady now um 
Renato, where do we we got to start with Jared and Ivanka. So as Zolofgren just said, um, they seem to have faulty memories before they were <laughs> they were under oath. Hopefully, the grand jury, as Zolofgren said, will jog their memories. This is kind of a big deal, isn't it legally? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for people who have loyalty to someone to have faulty memories. That happens all the time in criminal investigations. And yeah. putting uh, people like that in front of the grand jury is one of the you know main ways that you try to, uh, as you pointed, jog jog their memory. I, I remember I had uh, a girlfriend of a bank robber who was just you know she didn't remember anything and she didn't know anything and this and that and. I did put her in the grand jury and I asked her very tough questions. And, you know, there are certain questions you ask if you understand that if you lie, you know, you're, you know, you're committing perjury, this, that, you're sitting there alone, no attorney by your side. Uh, You have no one on your side in that room. And it's just the prosecutor and the grand jury. And it it can be intimidating. And Renato is a uh, former prosecutor. I mean, is Trump going to try to claim executive privilege again? And that would not be applicable. I close enough that word um, <laughs> applicable, applicable <Yes>. to <laughs> Jared and Ivanka, would it? Or I, I, I mean, he's he will likely try it, right? He'll try it. I mean, I think Jared, at the very least, I think Ivanka as well had some sort of executive branch title. I, I don't yeah. really think that these conversations, first of all, were part of any sort of you know executive branch deliberation. I mean, what's being investigated here is a scheme to. You know, fa- essentially pr- present false documents and false statements to the United States Senate in the form of these false elector, false certifications, and and false electors yeah. that they were trying to put before the United States Senate. So that that's that's one way of looking at it. Another obviously thing that Jack Smith is investigating is a violent attack on the United States Capitol. I mean, neither of those are proper executive branch functions. So I think a court's going to certainly rule. Um, uh, uh, against Trump on that. But, you know, one thing I think that all of your listeners are are learning and have learned over the last X number of years now, since 20, I've been talking about Trump legal issues since 2017, oh, Stephanie. God. So yeah. one thing I, I that is new to, to people listening and that, that they've learned over the last years, but wasn't new to me as somebody in this area is that, that, you know, things don't get wrapped up like they do on an episode of Law and Order in 47 minutes. Yeah. And taking time and dragging things out and creating delay and imposing costs on the other side is part of how the legal system works in the United States. And that's what Trump's going to try to do. Yeah. Well, as yeah. And as you said, you tweeted, Mike Pence is making a bizarre and unprecedented argument in an attempt to avoid testifying before the grand jury. It looks like a surefire loser. But since it hasn't made been made before, it will create delay and make it look like Pence isn't eager to testify against Trump. Right. I mean, a lot of times um, people go to the legal system not to win, but to put pressure on the other side, to impose costs on the other side. In the case of Mike Pence, he's trying to convince uh, the Trumpsters uh, that he's not against Trump. He's not anti-Trump. Yeah. Because, you know, my first reaction to this, Stephanie, when I heard he was being subpoenaed is, oh, he probably invited the subpoena. He would love for Trump to go down and, you know, clear the path in the primary. Yeah. And I think... Pence and his team were concerned that that was the impression being given. So I think that's purely, uh, I'll call it performative, I use a fancy word, but purely him trying to uh, create a, a narrative. As is the case in uh, 
this the, Trump era. This There's about, breaking news. About six minutes ago, Robert Costa <laughs> Robert tweeted Costa oh, wow. said in recent days, uh, federal prosecutors have asked the chief judge in D.C.'s federal court to compel Mike Pence to comply with a grand jury subpoena and testify as a witness in special counsel Jack uh, Smith's investigation. Um, per three people familiar with the investigation, the motion to compel Pence's testimony filed uh, in secret to Chief Judge Beryl Hauer in recent days came after lawyers for uh, Trump asserted executive privilege in response to Pence's subpoena. Um, so there you go, right? Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And, and you know, frankly, you know, I think Smith had to anticipate some sort of challenge. He would know on the front end. I view that as a surefire loser for Pence, or very likely yeah. loser. You can never predict what the Supreme Court is going to do, but very likely loser. Um, but you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. Pence is going to Pence, right? Yeah, Pence, Pence got you. Pence got a Pence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you retweeted DOJ wants to compel Trump lawyer Evan Corcoran to testify under the crime fraud exception. Um, you said this is an aggressive move by Jack Smith. It suggests Corcoran is a hostile witness, despite his own potential liability for writing a false statement to law enforcement in the Mar-a-Lago matter. It would be significant if DOJ is able to use the crime fraud exception to compel his testimony. Um, we always say on the show we have to d- differentiate which crime, which Trump crime we're talking about. Now we're to the, cla- <laughs> we're to the classified documents off the Pence thing. But but uh, what what is your take so far on, on Jack Smith? He does seem to be moving aggressively for those of us that are uh, Veruca assaulting, as I like to call it, for justice. Yeah, it's so funny, uh, Stephanie, because well, I don't know if you remember, but when Smith was appointed, there was a lot of hand-wringing. People thought this was yeah. some sort of delay tactic. Yeah. I was the exact opposite at the time. I always thought this was uh, a good move. I supported it from the very beginning. I mean, and certainly if you're interested in things moving quickly, getting things out of the hands of a guy who had been a federal judge for 22 years. I mean, federal judges, their job is to look at both sides and carefully consider things and hand-wringing and making sure that you got every T crossed and yeah. dotted. Prosecutors are about getting to the finish line in an efficient way, and yeah. they're aggressive. It's a different mentality. So Jack Smith's career prosecutor, no question to me that he was going to be more aggressive. And it's borne itself out. I mean, I don't think the reason I, I tweeted that, Stephanie, is I wanted people, you know, like your like your listeners to understand how aggressive this was. You know, w- yeah. when I was in making uh, when I was investigating crime as, as a federal prosecutor, if I wanted to subpoena an attorney, I had to get approvals from higher ups mm-hmm. to just subpoena an attorney um, here. They're actually trying to use the fraud, the fraud crime exception to get the attorney's testimony. I mean, that is something that's rarely done by DOJ because courts are very concerned about, you know, the attorney-client privilege issues. So I think it's uh, a very aggressive move by him, and it goes to show that I think he's moving this forward quite quickly. Um, You uh, retweeted Fed's very likely to charge Trump lawyer. His colleagues warned the ex-president. You said this is the latest in a series of scoops by Rolling Stone who appear to have a source within Trump's legal team. So, I mean, it feels like you are confident that things are moving forward in a, in a, a, you know, expeditious manner. Yeah, let's, let's take a 10,000-foot view here for a second. I, there's no question in my mind that, that Trump's going to get charged in Fulton County. I mean, I think yeah. I, I was convinced of that a few weeks ago or a month, a few months ago, but or a, month, a couple of months ago, but now it's obvious, right? You had that, that yes. four-person come out and yes. basically wink, 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 nod, nod, uh, tell us that that's happening. I, I think regarding Jack Smith, um, I mean, he is without a doubt moving full steam ahead and perhaps more aggressively than I thought. He would in certain respects. I didn't think this January 6th stuff was going to be front and center. I thought he was going to focus more on Mar-a-Lago. Interesting. easier case to bring. So I do think there, 
um, you know, he's clearly, if you're using the, the fraud, the, the crime fraud. fraud exception and you're going after these attorneys, he's clearly looking at whether he can charge an obstruction case. Yeah. Yeah. I, on the, yeah, and the documents, that's a strange. Oh, isn't it, isn't it nice that's illegal again after we let the 10 instances go in the Mueller report? It's nice that uh, obstruction might actually be considered a crime, right? Yeah, I think one of the things, you know, I, that's a great point, Stephanie. One of the things that's really not talked about enough is what happened to all the stuff that, that uh, Garland inherited regarding, let's say, the Mueller report. And also, by the way, what about all of the bizarre abuses in the Justice Department during the Trump era? Remember when they were like, intervening Barr was intervening in like the Mike Flynn sentencing and all yeah. these prosecutors were resigning why haven't we heard anything about that I mean that to me is the biggest concern thank you that I have thank you oh my god I knew I loved you for a reason um <laughs> speaking of the chatty uh Georgia four woman uh four person <laughs> you, uh, yes um you Bob Costa also tweeted uh, CBS News has learned uh, lawyers close to several GOP witnesses in Fulton County investigation are preparing to move to quash any possible indictments by the DA based on the public state statements by the forewoman of the special grand jury and you say these efforts are likely going to fail but this is still a distraction that will burden the uh, Fulton County DA's office um you had one tweet that said she's violating her oath and you said I deleted this tweet because the rule in Georgia appears to cover only deliberations which is more narrow narrow than the rule elsewhere it's still a very bad idea may carry legal risk for her and will likely provide Trump and others with arguments to challenge the indictments um so and in total, though, what is your assessment? I mean, can would they actually succeed in trying to get things thrown out because of this? It's really kind of this very complicated. I have, my podcast is called It's Complicated, and this is a great example of It's Complicated. So the, my initial reaction to this four person was like, oh, my God, because just yeah. the rule in the federal rule and the rule in most states is that the grand jury uh, you know, not only deliberations, but everything that goes on before the grand jury is sacrosanct. No one can talk about it. And, and that's why you don't see this happening in other cases, right? And so it's not like the, you know, whether it's in Alec Baldwin's grand jury in New Mexico or a federal grand jury indicting Michael Cohen, it's not like you have these grand jurors coming forward. So, it, it, yes, Georgia law is very narrow here. That was something I, I'm not a Georgia lawyer, I wasn't aware of. But but, um, but I will say, um, you know, we just talked about a moment ago, Stephanie, how the law is not so black and white and yeah. how, you know, merely whether you succeed or not is not the, the test. And so what I think is going to happen here is a bunch of motions are going to get filed about this. They're going to lose, but it's a distraction and time consuming yeah. and all of this that we didn't need to have. You know, the, the analogy I would draw actually is those, remember those texts between Lisa Page and Peter Strzok? Yeah. Which we, whole sideshow had nothing to do with what Mueller was doing. It was right. just like a couple of FBI uh, personnel who had an affair, but it was used as such a distraction. And we had all these investigations and hearings about a bunch of a total sideshow. That's what I view this. And I think, you know, as somebody's tried a lot of criminal cases, both as a prosecutor and on the defense side, I think the defense attorneys at trial would try to find ways to backdoor this in front of the jury. Totally improper, but I think they're going to just try to use this to cast some sort of view that things yeah. are unfair. And, and there's an element of, of 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 truth to it with her that enough of a color or a thing that makes it uncomfortable that it's gonna it's gonna be uh, create some problems. Yeah. Well, I, I had one more tweet I wanted to just get your legal take on whether this is a thing or not. Um, they said impropriety after the grand jury convened is different than impropriety during the grand jury proceeding. There is nothing she can say that will get an indictment thrown out after the grand jury is already convened. Is that true? 
I think that's I think that's right. I don't think the indictments are going to get thrown out. I mean, all I mean, for all she's not from the grand jury that's indicting, and you know, and you know, this happened afterwards. All of that is true. Um, I think the more problematic stuff that she said are the things that made it look like she was her and the grand jury were too chummy with the prosecutors, like how she's eating a popsicle. She was, she was getting she had a Ninja Turtle ice cream uh, uh, sandwich or something that she was eating from the pro, that the prosecutors gave her because she was at their party, like stuff like that is somewhat problematic. But I don't think this is going to get thrown out. But I, I will just say I've gotten a lot of comments on Twitter from people like you're wrong, Mariotti. This is you know not going to succeed, and so therefore this is you know, you're just uh, wait you know you're wrong. It's not a black and white thing. Yes, it's not. It's going to fail, just like this Pence argument is going to fail. But it's a colossal waste of time. And yeah. A yeah. Yeah. You. Well, it's interesting. You uh, speaking of Pence real quick, as you uh, quoted Judge Ludig, who's mm-hmm. you know a longtime Republican. Uh, you said insightful thread by Judge Ludig explaining why any protection afforded to Vice President is due to his limited legislative function would be quite narrow in the face of, of a criminal investigation by the executive branch. Um, and I, it, they seem to have just taking a page from Trump's legal playbook, right? Just delay, delay, delay. Whatever's going to, you know, delay this and yeah. hope that politics will, you know, uh, kick in, right? Yeah, and I'm going to give Pence's team some credit here. They came up with an argument no one's ever made before, probably because there haven't been these crazy circumstances before. But nonetheless, you know, one thing I was told when I was a young lawyer decades ago was that there's always a chance of judicial, the, the way the, the senior lawyer told me is judicial error. There's always a chance the judge is going to make a mistake. So if there's billions of dollars at stake for our client and we throw something out there that it, there's a 10% chance the judge is going to screw it up, that could be a win for our client uh, potentially. Yeah. And so I think just giving the chance for a judge to screw up or throwing out an argument that's going to potentially throw a wrench in the works, there's always a danger there. And so that's why I don't, I don't, I take those things seriously and I don't just say, oh, you know, some law book tells me that this is likely not going to work out or Judge Ludwig yeah. genius telling me it's not going to work out. And so I, I can disregard it. I think it's a concern and, and it certainly could potentially be more than a time wasting tactic if, if judges do something we don't expect. Yeah. Um, one last one, speaking of which, uh, Arizona's then Attorney General Mark Bronovich uh, scuttled a report that debunked claims of election fraud following the 2020 election. Um, investigators prepared a report stating virtually all claims of error and malfeasance were unfounded according to internal documents reviewed by the Washington Post. Well, this is the same thing Trump campaign did, which goes to, you know, consciousness of guilt, right? That he knew he lost, that he commissioned, you know, and obviously hid the findings that there was no fraud. But what happens when uh, the attorney general does this and puts the imperator of the attorney general on it? Is he legally liable? Well, I mean, he should be impeached and removed, but I think that, right. you know, I don't think he's, there's a crime there um, because essentially what he did is he just misused public resources, hid the truth and lied to the public. Um, that's an abuse of his position. He should be removed. Uh, I don't know enough about Arizona to know whether that's possible. I'm guessing not. Um, but I think it, this reminds me of a lot of things that happened during the Trump era where Trump would do sort of evil things, but I don't think they're necessarily criminal. Mm. Depressing. Okay. <laughs> finally, you tweeted. Sorry. Finally, you tweeted. The last time some states decided to separate from the union, the Civil War made clear for all time that we are indivisible. We are all in this together. Advocating for the dissolution of the United States is treasonous and un-American, which is why I'm wearing my I Am American t-shirt this morning. Thank you. I keep calling it this casual treason. This casual, well, let's have a civil war. Let's succeed. Let's overturn the uh, results of a free and fair election. I mean, 
it has got to stop. You're right. It is un-American and it is treason. Yeah, Stephanie, I got to tell you, I, I, I follow these right wingers and I'm concerned because this is a growing trend yeah. on the right to advocate for this. This Jesse Kelly guy does it a lot. A lot of these right wingers are advocating for the dissolution of the United States. And I can't imagine anything more un-American. And it really the reason I use the word traitor is, I mean, the last people who tried to dissolve the union were the Southerners when they wanted to uphold white supremacy in the South. Yeah. And that was treasonous. And we we dealt with that by by reconquering the South, putting an end to that for all uh, for all time. And I yeah. just think, you know, that need, we, I think, need to take back on the left and progressives need to take back patriotism and, you know, the unity of the United States. We're all in this together. And I think that's a powerful concept yep. that we should be trumpeting and we should be you know, advocating for. We've gone way long because I waited way too long to get you. So you're going to have to next time not not make it so long. Legal analyst for MSNBC and CNN, Renato Mariotti. It's complicated as the podcast. Please come back uh, sooner rather than later. Thanks. Anytime. Thanks, Renato. There Thank you so there. much. There he goes. This whole place just feels like a warm blanket. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Tomorrow on The Big Show, John Fugel saying live in studio. Frangela, Jen, Glenn Kirshner. Yeah. We'll see you then on The Stephanie Miller Show.